0: Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: So the United Nations is now calling on China for proof that the missing tennis star is okay. Is this going to be the tipping point for the way the world looks at China over this tennis star for some reason? I'd be happy
0: if it were. It just seems odd of all the things that have happened. I don't want to tamp it down or anything, but uh, you got a million people in concentration camps. You got slavery, but systemic rape, building systematic rape, building islands in the
1: ocean, and then claiming they're part of your land and putting a military base on it, and all kinds of different things. Stealing intellectual property from every country on earth, spies everywhere. Yeah, but the now UN, come on, China. UN is demanding you show that this tennis star is okay, which she might not be.
0: Well, I think she's under that weird form of house arrest they use. She's just, uh, she's being held in her home, incommunicado, got no phone or any devices. She's not allowed to reach out. I was just reading about this. They, they have guards everywhere. You can't even have privacy in a shower. You just can't go anywhere.
1: Tipping points are weird things though. The, sure. the, the Arab Spring. Why the fruit vendor in, uh, what was the first country that started? Tunisia?
0: Tunisia, yeah. Uh,
1: Why did that start all those countries to overthrow their dictators after many, many decades? I don't know. Tipping points are weird, man. You don't know they happen until after they happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I wonder where this one goes. There are a lot of folks around the world, a lot of governments, a lot of sports stars commenting on this this tennis player, Chinese national gal. She claimed a high-ranking communist uh, official had raped her, and then she disappeared. Is it because
1: the Olympics are weeks away, and every nation is going to be sending a bunch of athletes... On the Chinese soil.
0: That's part of it, yeah.
1: They're growing noises about boycotting the Olympics. I wonder if that's still on the table.
0: I would be surprised, but it's not impossible. Yeah, you know, the, it's a, how they treat their citizens issue. I mean, it's not like they snatched up an Australian swimmer or anything like that. This woman is a Chinese national. But for whatever reason, the world of sports is is aghast. They've finally woken up to the evil of China.
1: I had a story the other day about how uh, the growing um, trend of snatching up Americans in the number of countries that have done it in the recent year or so and how it's just they kind of getting away with it in a way that, hasn't happened in the past countries are feeling feeling much bolder about just grabbing u.s citizens whether it's russia or iran they had a whole bunch of different examples so there's some people in china um
0: sort of thing like, like americans who are in those countries yeah yeah okay
1: but you know they're professors or whatever and uh they just grab them and either demand money or often just a trade like putin just you know he t- tries to get people back that way in a way that they wouldn't have in the past. It's just another example of how people aren't as scared of us
0: as they used to be. No, no, hmm, evil doers. You want them afraid of you? Well, on a lighter note, and virtually everything's a lighter note. Hey, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's time for cow clips of the week. <laughs> so you want to jump in the back?
1: G.D. That guy, waving his arms, saying, "Then I ever see that guy, I'm gonna kill him."
0: I missed that part. Tell me about it. Oh, and he said some bad
1: words. He said the n-word. All right, Chuck, winner and loser. Well, my loser is anybody who put any credence in the Steele dossier. I don't regret saying that we should investigate claims of someone who, frankly, was a well-respected British intelligence uh, officer.
2: I I don't, Uh, it's a simple question. How many children have been in those cages?
1: uh, I I respectfully am not familiar with the term cages.
2: I forewarned you, I forewarned you. A lot of folks in this community are on edge,
1: bracing for the potential of more unrest. People are worried that uh, we're going to have the same problem we had uh, burning the city down. There is a lot of finger pointing. Yes, there is. The truckers blame the terminals. The terminals blame the shippers. The retailers blame the truckers and the shippers.
2: So we see a point in time when this is going to still be a pervasive risk, COVID, but it's not going to be the prevalent risk it is right
1: now where it dominates our lives.
0: And the dirty little secret here, Willie, while nobody likes to pay more, on average, we have the money to do so. Inflation is a presidency ender. And the only way we know how to cure it, Chuck, is a deep and long recession.
2: We must together... Work together, yes, together, and the opportunities.
0: But resist, we much.
2: And uh, I believe that our education, like such as in South Africa and uh, Iraq. If Don Jr. had done what Hunter Biden had done,
0: it would be every night, all night on MSNBC. See, that's the problem with America. Everything is so binary.
1: Russian Federation recklessly conducted a destructive satellite test of a direct-ascent anti-satellite missile against one of its own satellites. Yeah, Russia blew up a satellite with a rocket. And guys, I keep saying this, but these gender reveals are getting out
2: of hand. The invisible war between countries and the one to control the metaverse.
1: Now, if you're left behind, you're facing something
2: far worse, which is to be completely irrelevant. They won't even need you as a serf or as a slave. Let's get something straight. We know each other well. We're not old friends. It's just pure business. Good to see you, Mr. President. I'm very happy to see my old friend.
1: Because as far as I can tell, the only reason why any of this is allowed is because of the whiteness of it all.
2: So who emptied the gender studies department and put them all on television all at once?
1: Everybody takes a beating sometimes, right?
2: Yay!
0: A devastating cow. (laughs) A cow of enormous power. A lot of people are going to be flying next week.
1: Uh, news says that it's going to be pre-pandemic levels for Thanksgiving. And Sunday's usually the biggest busiest day at airports every single year. Reason Magazine is out with this. It is the 20th birthday of the TSA, and it should be its last, hmm. according to Reason Magazine. Exactly 20 years ago today, President George W. Bush signed the uh, act to create the TSA, the Transportation Security Act. Two decades later, the TSA has more than 54,000 employees, a budget of $8 billion, and a long track record of harassing passengers for no good reason. Far from contributing to actual safety, the TSA is a stunning example of government failure. Its absurd travel restrictions make air travel no safer, deprive passengers of their civil liberties, and make the process of flying much more costly, time-consuming, inconvenient, and unenjoyable. I second that. The agency should never have been created, and its 20th birthday is a good time as any to abolish it. And they go through a whole bunch of different reasons and through all the various tests have been done over the years. We remember in 2017 when uh, 80% of the weapons, drugs, and explosives that they tried to sneak through on a test got through. Um, You say 80% like it's a bad thing. (laughs) They caught 20%. While the exact failure rate is classified, multiple sources indicate it's greater than 70%. During one test at the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport in recent uh, year, the TSA's failure rate was 95%. Durr. Also gets into how, with the pilots locking the cockpit doors and a couple of other things, nothing like the nine eleven hijacks can ever happen again. So, what exactly are we trying to do that was that we weren't doing pre 11
0: Well, we got to root out bombs, clearly, but we were trying to do but that. We were pre- trying to 9/11. do that before
1: and was pretty successfully.
0: The, yeah, I suppose so.
1: And according to any tests, they're not good at doing that anyway. So you get fifty some thousand employees, eight billion dollars, the hassle that sucks at the airport through all this, and what are you accomplishing? It's a decent argument. Uh, I like the argument just because we never evaluate government programs. We start wow. them, they so grow, true. they go on forever, and that's just it. Nobody ever says, "Hey, is this doing any good? Or could it be better? Or do we need it at all anymore?"
0: Right? Is there another program doing the same thing that's doing it right? Yeah.
1: At the no. very least, the reason it was
0: created is no longer. Real, or at least it's changed fundamentally. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know. I'd like to hear what's going to replace it, but uh, probably be better.
1: Well, we didn't have anything before. Well, there was security. Well, it's security, but we didn't have any special. We didn't have the TSA before. No planes no, weren't it was, falling
0: out of the sky. No, it was run by the airlines themselves. They have a pretty good interest
1: in not wanting a bomb on a plane,
0: right? I would say. Yeah. All right. Get rid of the TSA. You have my vote. There's never really been a history of blown-up planes
1: anyway. As they pointed out in that article, the whole terrorism plane thing became a you take over a plane and you 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 land it somewhere and you try to extort something out of somebody. That was the whole PLA Arafat thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, with a couple of
1: exceptions. Right, with a couple of exceptions, but a couple yeah. over a half a century. That's a, that's a d- decent question. Any thoughts on that? Text line four one five two nine five kftc we got a lot of stuff we can talk about. In the waning moments of the Armstrong and Getty Show, I suppose we ought to take a look at the total. It's, gosh, you guys have opened up your checkbooks or credit cards or however you pay for things. Now you're Venmos.
0: The total for uh, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. We uh, set kind of an aggressive goal by hoping to hit like a million dollars by the end of the show. I don't know if we can do that or not. I mean, uh, sometime today we might hit a million dollars. Right, we're right. Over, and it's it's, it's it's we're aspiring. We're over 800 grand now, which is amazing. Anyway, more on the way.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty show. I guess the Muppets are getting to me, man. After spreading their communist-inspired COVID propaganda last week, well, now they've unveiled an Asian Muppet. I'm not sure what this Muppet is supposed to portray. Muppets, I didn't think they had nationalities. What race are Bert and Ernie? And that's what the I saw. Count, he's got an accent, but he's purple. And you, Kermit, you, still waiting to deb- debate you. Step up to the plate, froggy. <laughs>
1: so so nice. where's that
0: from? That's some Newsmax anchor, I guess.
1: That was the same thing I said. So they got the new Asian kid. What? Well, what are Bert and Ernie? What are What are any of them? Um, everybody's trolling everybody, but each side takes them s- the other side seriously, or maybe I have that backwards. But I'm <laughs> seeing on MSNBC stupid Republicans who care about Sesame Street. Well, you're trolling them by with your Sesame Street stuff. And then Ted Cruz and, and Newsmax are trolling you by acting like it's a big deal. And
0: Although the teach-you-how-to-count-and-read show is now into political indoctrination. Oh, no I no mean, doubt. There's no, no doubt. denying that. It's
1: been that way for a very long time. But yeah. it, t- Ted Cruz is trolling him with his, and Big Bird! I mean, yeah, that's what he's doing. Come on. Sure. Sure. Uh, this Scoring sc- points, raising money. Yeah, exactly. This story is not what I f- think they're claiming it is. So you got Reynolds Middle School in the Portland area had gotten kids back in school. Now they're shifting back to remote learning. Why? Because so much, so many fights and other disruptions on campus. Wow! They're claiming. Now the only reason we know this is because we've had locally a bunch of these stories where schools have be, have gotten out of control with all these new super progressive lefty rules where you can't discipline anybody.
2: Mm-hmm. In
1: Oakland, the students actually walked out for more discipline in the schools. Right. That's and how bad it got. The kids are having to take over from the administrators because the administrators can't or won't do anything. And I've seen this with my own eyes in schools, by the way, so I know this is a thing. Students at Reynolds Middle School had their last day of in-person learning Wednesday Wednesday reverting back to distance learning as the school addresses recent behavioral issues on campus. The school is claiming that kids have been out of school for so long that they've lost their socialization skills after months out of the classroom and can't deal with the new COVID protocols.
0: Well, that part may be true. I I suspect that in Portland, Portlandia, the, the leftist of the left, their COVID protocols are probably suffocating uh and and unnecessary
1: yeah but i the, the timing is a little uh, sketchy when we've got a bunch of schools around here that i know of that are having this problem that after going further and further down the road of you can't discipline anybody because it's unfairly targeting certain kids and it's racist and all these different things they don't right. discipline anybody anymore and the schools have gotten out of hand the classrooms have gotten out of hand
0: right so now it's completely out of hand but that's because of covid Okay. Um, That's what the
1: school is claiming there. Kids have forgotten how to act. Mm, Yeah, I doubt that.
0: Well, you're not asking them to act in a particular way. You're not giving kids the guidelines, the rules, the the border fences that kids crave. They need to know what's permitted and what's not. You wouldn't know Everybody this. Everybody knows that.
1: You wouldn't know this if you weren't a parent, though, of kids at school. You would think the opposite because you see all these PSAs about bullying and how many first ladies have taken up bullying as their number one cause and all that sort of stuff. There is more bullying going on in school now than when I was in school and nobody talked about bullying. In fact, he got a wink
0: and a nod approval when I was
1: in school. Um, And there's more bullying going on now. Absolutely, is without
0: a doubt. Yeah, the predators know that they cannot be disciplined, so they are because
1: they attack a kid. I've I've, I'm aware of many instances of this personally. um, There are various schools around here. They the bully can attack a kid, and nothing happens to them. They have to sit in the office with the kid they attacked. And apologize to each other, and then nothing happens.
0: Right. Share their feelings, the teacher says, so you understand why Johnny doesn't like being punched in the face, right? Yeah. All right, then. Let's you, all go back to class. Again, I've got examples of
1: this. You, as the kid with the swollen red nose, having been punched in the face, you have to sit there and shake hands with the kid that just punched you in the nose. Right. They force you to do that.
0: With no what? sanction.
1: With no sanction on the kid that did the punch. Isn't that crazy? But that's what well, they yeah. do now.
0: Well, it's utopian. It's unicorn-riding utopianism. The idea that people will just behave well because you explain to them why they should uh, is just crazy. There has to be a sanction. Now, if it's a kid's first offense, you think, well, they're extenuating circumstances, not a bad kid or whatever. Well, then... Okay, you can adjust the the sanction and, and and go soft, maybe that sort of thing. Get together, talk to him a bit. But when the kid does it second, third, fourth time, to still to sit there flapping your hands and saying, "Well, we can't uh, can't discipline him because our our, our uh, ethnic quotas for for discipline are off this month." Uh, what are you talking about? What color is the sky in your world? It's and, crazy. And I know from
1: some teachers, <laughs> excuse me, lingering cough from COVID. That it was three weeks ago. Um, I know from teachers, not just the whole bullying thing, just the disruptions in the classroom. The kids mm. can do the kids can just get up and walk out of the classroom. Honest to God, this is not an exaggeration. I know this from a high school teacher. Uh kids can just get up and walk out whenever they want to, and you can't say anything to them.
0: Or talk to each other or walk around the classroom looking out the window, what have you, being a distraction. Nope, no discipline. But the
1: Portland school is going to tell you kids have forgotten how to act because of COVID. Oh, that's it. Okay. Hey, sure. How's your utopia coming along? We need to do a total on Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. If you want to donate during the commercial break, go to armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong
2: and Getty.
0: Reeses just introduced a new limited edition pie for Thanksgiving this year and it immediately sold out. It has a 9 inch diameter. It's over 3 pounds of solid peanut butter and chocolate making it the largest Reese's peanut butter cup they have ever made. That's what I would call a fun size Reese's. (laughs) I'm thrilled about this. I'm so tired of having to follow up every holiday meal. With 40 individual Reese's peanut butter. <laughs>
1: uh, I wonder if they get the proportion of peanut butter to chocolate correct in that thing, though. That's the key. Could really get out of whack. It'd have to be pretty thin for it to work. Um, uh, Kamala Harris is no longer president. If you're just joining the show, Kamala Harris was president for one hour and 25 minutes. She was
0: impeached? Found
1: guilty? Under the 25th Amendment. It's part of the 25th Amendment. Uh, and that they all sign off on the fact that Joe Biden was going under for a colonoscopy. It's his first full physical as president. It's his birthday tomorrow. He turns 79. And they had to put him under for a colonoscopy. you got to have somebody being conscious and being president, in theory. So uh, while he was under, Kamala Harris was in charge for an hour 25. I thought the Harris administration, uh, I mean, it's it's hard to criticize.
0: I didn't notice a lot of difference, honestly. Uh No. Things seem to go pretty well. One other thing, David
1: French, I don't know how influential he is, but he writes for Time Magazine and The Dispatch and a number of publications, The Atlantic. He's out with a big column today, and I don't know which one of those is, is boycott the Olympics. I feel like there's a growing movement toward that. I thought it would have happened earlier, but it's just happening now with the Olympics
0: in the first week of January. It's getting pretty close. Right, right. Uh, and, and yeah, well, I don't recall the, uh, boycotts of decades past, but you'd think if we were going to get that going, we'd have gotten it going.
1: Oh, it'd really be, it'd really suck if you're one of those athletes. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're in your final training. Got yeah. you probably know what day you're flying out and where you're staying and everything else.
0: Sure. Trying to peak at exactly the right time.
1: And your hometown has had some sort of big send off and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And ex- Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got donations coming in to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. I'll tell you what, Joe Biden raised a lot of money this year because another hundred dollars came in for "We got a bottle of Kefcare" or "What that bottle of Kefcare," whatever that is. He says, right? Fifty bu- bucks from Gecky Jack's cricket-eating gecko. Yeah, it's my son's gecko, but I do all the feeding and watering and cleaning the tank. So
0: hey, your, your lizard has more discretionary
1: income than most. Oh, uh, yeah. He's like a little baby, donated $100. Nice. Appreciate that. Yes. Uh, let's do a quick total for this amazing... He's like
2: Forza a little Vista. baby.
1: That's right. Trying to send our heroes home for the holidays. Plane ticket, send them home, get to wake up in their own bed. Pretty cool. Gladys, drum roll. Let's do it. Oh! Perfect timing. We just crossed over $900,000.
0: Great Scott. Nine hundred six
1: thirty
0: six. Fantastic. Really awe-inspiring. Thanks, everybody, for your, your generosity. Oh,
1: my God. $100 from Jack's Surprise Enema. I've told that story oh, several times.
0: boy. It's oh. not a good story, either. No. No, it's not. It's really not. So, <laughs> uh... <laughs> <he's a> sick- <laughs> Speaking of unpleasant things happening to young people, Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, his jury continues to deliberate... Uh, to the surprise of many commentators, including myself, I'd be interested Zach, to know what's going on in that jury room. So if they're you're now
1: kn- at 20, almost 23 hours of deliberating.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. Of course, a young man's life is at stake. So either way, I think they want to be careful. You know, who knows? It could be an 11 to 1 jury and there's one holdout and they're all screaming at him, just barely uh, holding back their own impulse toward violence. I, we don't know. Maybe they don't like their families, don't want to go home. That's one theory. Anyway, uh, if you missed this yesterday, uh, an MSNBC or NBC uh, reporter, they're saying freelancer, somebody was caught following the jury bus. Which is totally uncool. They've been bringing them to and fro the courtroom in this bus to try to preserve their anonymity and and where they live and that sort of thing. Um, and some NBC staffer following the bus allegedly. And the judge was not pleased. Clip thirty, please, Michael.
2: Uh, the matter is uh, under further investigation at this point. Um, and the media has asked questions about it. That's the latest I have. Um, and he was ticketed for uh, uh, violating a traffic control signal. Uh, he's not here today from what I'm told. And um, I've instructed that no one from MSNBC News will be permitted in this building for the duration of this trial. Uh, this is a very serious matter, and I don't know what the ultimate truth of it is. But absolutely, it, it would go without much Thinking that someone who is following uh, the jury bus—that uh, is a very, ex- that's extremely serious matter—and uh, will be referred to the uh, proper authorities for further action.
0: NBC put out a very odd statement saying uh, last night a freelancer received a traffic citation. While the traffic violation took place near the jury van, the freelancer never contacted or intended to contact the jurors and never photographed or intended to photograph them. Okay, we didn't really say he was. He was following the freaking jury bus. We don't know precisely why, NBC. Denying these particular reasons he might be that nobody brought up, it's just an odd thing to do. This just in disclose dot TV. Only
1: person reporting it I or outlet reporting it that I see right now, but they are often uh right and first Written House verdict expected within the
0: next hour media wow. reports. Wow, I am not seeing that anywhere else. They're often
1: that... right on these things. We'll see. Um so I was listening to a good podcast yesterday with some really smart people and they're 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 lawyer types and that sort of stuff and they were talking about how awful it is having uh, cameras in the courtroom and the damage that is done, you convinced me, and I haven't heard anybody else say this, uh, I think the cameras in the courtroom have absolutely caused people to act certain ways and, uh, and, 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 and do certain things. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. But as Joe said yesterday, if we didn't have cameras in the courtroom, what would we be hearing and believing because we don't have anything to put up against it as far as the reporting.
0: Yeah, I would say in particular, your legacy media, your left-leaning media, have been just so distorted in their coverage. I'd, I would I would watch several hours of coverage, uh, the actual trial, the testimony, and then I would read about it in the New York Times and thought I'd watched a different trial.
1: The, the, the exchange with the, the so-called star witness for the prosecution who eventually said, yeah, he didn't shoot me until I pointed my gun at him. You know, what would that whole conversation have been like if we weren't able to see it with our own eyes? The back and forths between the judge and the prosecutors that got a little testy. How that would have been portrayed if you hadn't actually been able to hear it with your own ears.
0: Well, uh, for instance, MSNBC themselves, who are currently hunting the jurors, allegedly. Michael, why don't we hear that montage of MSNBC, clip number 33, to wrap things up. Here we have a
1: 17-year-old kid, underage, said he bought an AR-15 because he thought it was cool. He drove across state, had his mother drive him across state lines. He appointed himself a militia member. He goes around and he ends up unloading, what, 60 rounds?
2: He was well prepared by his defense attorneys to disrupt his image as a trigger-happy vigilante went on a shooting rampage. When you look at the totality of his actions, what you have is a racist, biased judge who is putting his thumb on the scale in every way he can. Is there any
1: recourse? This judge has done everything but, you know, offer to adopt a now. This feels like those cases in the 1950s where it was in and out, in and out, you know, somebody, white, male, killed someone, and they were in and out fast and acquitted. Is that what it feels like?
0: Wow. Yeah. God, There's been no racial... Number one, what are you talking about? It's all white people. Number two, there's been no racial progress in the last 50 years. It's worse than ever.
1: Just unconscionable to say stuff like that. How do you think that's going to end, Joy Reid? Convincing black people that the system is so skewed against you violently. That's just incredible. Uh, There are multiple people reporting that... uh, a verdict is likely. Who is this blue check mark? Um, contributing editor with the Spectator DC, uh, DC magazine. Anyway, there are a number of people that are putting that out, and there there are a number of tells that are out there. Uh, SWAT has showed up at the courthouse in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and there are uh, reliable tips coming in that a verdict is in, and so they'll be announcing that soon.
0: Ah, oh, okay. So they
1: got to prepare for the mayhem because who knows what the announcement's going to be
0: because of the right-wing militias who will uh, riot if they don't get their way
1: my my memory of these things is it's often hours in the future when they finally announce right
0: they they often give the uh, attorneys and everybody knows this will give you an hour and a half or an hour to get to the courtroom so it's generally that long after what if the you official a, announcement what
1: if you have to get a bunch of SWAT teams and national guards people in Place.
0: well well, they may uh, well uh, adjust accordingly yeah
1: Well, be interesting to see what happens uh, and if they find him guilty of some lesser charge, will that satisfy the mob uh
0: well, who knows I'm not part of the mob I wouldn't know I'm just thinking psychologically
1: I think I think it'll help a lot. I think I think if he completely walks, the mob is going to go mob. I'm hoping with 500 National Guard people there and SWAT teams that it'll it can't get out of
0: hand. Right, I would hope that too. You have to keep in mind that a lot of uh, the the mob. I mean, the mob's composed of different elements, including criminals, just pure criminals who want to rob stores and burn things, True. and they don't care about the verdict one way or the other. They're just waiting for the cover of crowds. Yeah,
1: there won't. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, we'll see what happens, and we'll probably end up discussing it on Monday because it's going to happen after we're off the air today.
0: You know, there was a uh, what time is it? Yeah, we got time. We're going to run a little late, but um, it's, it's so interesting. This this gal, uh, what's her name? Um, Nellie Bowles went to Kenosha after the the mayhem, including the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, deal, the shootings, and the rest of it, and wrote an article. For the New York Times that she works for. And it was about how um, while uh, the mainstream liberal argument was that burning down businesses for racial justice was both good and healthy, burnings allowed for the expression of righteous rage and the businesses all had insurance to rebuild anyway, which is one of the great lies. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So anyway, she writes, "When I was uh, at the New York Times, I went to Kenosha to see about this, and it turned out not to be true. The part of Kenosha that people burned in the riots was the poor, multiracial commercial district full of small, underinsured cell phone shops and car lots. It was very sad to see and hear from people who had suffered. Beyond the financial loss, small storefronts are quite meaningful to their owners and communities, which continually baffles the Zoom class. But something odd happened after the story uh, to the story after I filed it. It didn't run. It just sat and sat. And the editor finally said, we're not going to run it till after the election.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was true in cities all across America. It was uh, a lot of poor neighborhoods and minority-owned businesses and that sort of thing that got smashed and burned down.
0: It's... Yeah, and she talks about a one Kenosha business owner who tried to put out a fire at his store, and the mob broke his face, busted his jaw. Remember, the Cal uh, Rittenhouse uh, prosecutor told you, you've got to take a beating. Otherwise, you're a coward.
1: And Let s- the mob beat you. And so many of the violent, you know, set things on fire types were white. I mean, you could make the argument if you wanted to. I don't believe this. I don't think they're racists. I just think they're uh, anarchists. They just like smashing stuff. But there are lots of white people burning down lots of brown and black businesses.
0: The New York Times doesn't care
1: about that. In theory, to help them.
0: Sure it does. A bunch um, of white sex offenders burning down black-owned businesses, and they get a cheer from the lefty media. I swear, what's the matter with you people?
1: We don't have to go over last year's total for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. We're going to be real close to the same. Uh, last year, we raised $942,000 by end of the show. We're at about nine twenty now. But if we could get another twenty-three and break the record, it wouldn't bother me. Any. Well, that'd be great. It wouldn't be easy to do in 10 minutes, but you'd have to go to armstrongygetty.com and click on the banner. We will finish strong.
0: The Armstrong and Getty
1: Show. We just got a $25 donation to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station from bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing. Bing, bing,
2: bong, bong, bing, bing,
0: bing. (laughs) Wonder what ethnicity that name
2: is.
1: Ah, Boy, so our original goal this week was to raise a half million dollars for this great organization. Uh, We blew past that a long time ago. Then we set another goal of three quarters of a million dollars. We blew by that about two hours ago. We're now at $926,000. Wow, nine, that's just yeah, astounding. That's just, uh, yeah. Well, 927. I refreshed it. So awesome. Yeah, if you want to give, we could break the all time record if uh, somebody, if we could hit 940. But uh, donate at ArmstrongandGetty.com. Click on the banner. ArmstrongandGetty.com. Click on the banner. It's really easy to give. We made it super fast. Headlines are saying Joe Biden is back to work after his colonoscopy. He's probably walking a little funny, but uh, he's back, uh, back doing his duties. And they're
0: feeling a little groggy too because they give you that, uh, that crazy drug where you just don't care. I don't care. Run a camera up me. Go ahead.
1: I've never had a colonoscopy, so I don't know. That's, um, uh, that's a good time. Mm.
0: <laughs> no, nah, uh, it's a great thing to do though. I, a good friend of mine, his father put it off and put it off and put it off and ended up dying of colon cancer. It's just absolutely tragic. So get her done. OSHA has
1: announced, uh, they're not gonna be doing their whole fining thing and looking for people that uh, aren't getting their vaccinations at the at work and all that oh, sort yeah, of they stuff. Oh yeah, they've
0: totally suspended the vaccine mandate so, thing. The, so the judges told them no, you can't do that.
1: How how about how, how about how about the way that came and went? So the government announces for like a year well, we don't have the authority to do it. Then I think to deflect from Afghanistan announces they're going to do it. Then the courts say you were right the first time. You can't do this. It's unconstitutional. And now the OSHA has announced we're not going to do it. It's just over. Came and went. These are odd times. These are very
0: odd times. The governing for headlines. Not it's, even not, not for policy. Not for anything real. Just the headlines.
1: Everything performative. Yeah, it's something.
0: Yep. I, uh, this is Corn Pop.
1: When I'm not trying to get my razor rusty in a rain barrel. I listen to Final Thoughts with Armstrong and Getty.
0: Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Thank you, Jack, and thank you, Mr. Pop. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Our technical director, Michelangelo, pressing buttons. Michael, Final Thought.
2: Yeah, I've been on this show for uh, 20-something years, and every year I love seeing the amount of money that our listeners bring in. And uh, great job to everybody.
0: Yep, here, here. well done. Young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex, do you have a final thought for us? I do. A similar statement. I know I'm
1: the newest member of this show. I've only been around for a hop, skip, and a throw, but I love seeing the donations
0: flying in. It really warms this cold heart. Yeah, they're nice people. Nice folks, except for those that aren't. They're not nice. Uh, Jack, do you have a final thought for us?
1: This donation is worth reading. $25. Jack, please read in honor of Misha Golan. Killed in action in Afghanistan. January 1st, 2018, Bronze Star. Wow. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, We also got $25 from We're Having an Earthquake, please. Uh, Thanks to everybody (laughs) that donated this week. I think we are going to break the all-time record uh, by the time we get to the top of the hour. We're currently at just short of $930,000, which is amazing. Dang near a million dollars.
0: My final thought is thank you all for such generous donations. It's a wonderful cause. Trust us on that. Uh, secondly, the United States jury system is the envy of the world. It is highly imperfect, but it is very, very good. Let's see how the good people of Kenosha and various goons and criminals who flocked there react to the verdict.
1: Yeah, that'll be something to follow today. Um, if you want to make a donation to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station in these waning moments... And you can do it all day and all weekend, whenever you've got to go to armstrongandgetty.com. Click on the banner. Appreciate everybody who donated. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday.
0: You podcasters in the future. Give as generously as you can. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Get yourself some Let's Go Brandon swag or whatever helps uh, keep the guys on the payroll. Uh, You can email us. If there's something we ought to be talking about, send it along. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com.
1: We'll see you on Monday. God bless America. Get out of here now. You mentioned that? I'm gonna
2: call my lawyer gun. And I hate that. There's still an opportunity to join us and being adults in the room. What would you like me to do? Oh, you could just put down there. All right. Are you sh**ing
0: me? Don't get testimony.
2: brazen with me. It's
0: really serious. Let me say Let me say one thing.
1: Yeah, how about Here Comes Santa Claus? Do you like that one? Oh, That's I love That's fantastic. Idea. Here here one of my go. favorites. Okay.
2: Two, three, four. <laughs> Bye.
1: Have a great Friday, you mother
2: f*****. Uh, Armstrong and Getty.